previously on the Hired Swords. What was this boar? Almost a thing of nightmares. Is this the creature mentioned in the note we found? The creature that's been haunting Gwyn and stirring hushed whispers of rumors around Wild Hill? It must be. Who's responsible for this atrocity? And why would anyone create something so cruel? There's no time to think about that now. We're hours from Wild Hill, and well, we still have to reunite Francine with her lost father, and hopefully do so quietly. Listening to The Hired Swords, a DT podcast recommended by 9 out of 10 dentists. But let's be real, no one listens to Steve anyway. Steve. Alright, when we last left off, you guys had just fought the boar with acid and it was it had been chased by this strange bear-like creature after delmar took a huge hit and you guys saved him from further damage you then defeated this boar and decided to burn the bodies you took a tusk and a vial of some of its acidic blood and you then pers- pers- per- per- proceeded to <laughs> Uh, and go ahead and, and finish off the night's rest. And so as you did that, you rested. You do notice through the night, Delmar is having a hard time again resting and uh, just more. And, and he's been doing this this whole trip through the woods, all four or five days of it. Uh, every night he's, he's struggling. Um, but in the morning, you all awaken and uh, you are ready to face your day. The, the sun is up. It seems like a pretty decent day. There's kind of still bones and and things finishing up burning it actually smells like a barbecue joint in this place because you just had that boar roasting this whole night and so it's it's not bad it's like standing outside of famous dave's or something and uh so the uh the morning is here what, what would you guys like to do this morning and you know you have you will be in wild hill by the end of the day well i suppose we can just start trekking but we're gonna have to figure out a plan really soon here I I agree. Um, although I'm quite hungry for some uh, some bacon, but uh, the uh, I, I I do think that once we get kind of on the outskirts of the town, um, some of us should stay with Delmar and and maybe a, one or two of us go grab Francine. I believe it would be best if we sent Gwen uh, to Wild Hill for Francine. I I, I, I would love to go. I because I. I would love to go. Well, that's one thing settled. Um, I, if if possible, you could potentially try to to go ahead of us once uh once we get a little bit closer in range. I I I think it would be best to po- possibly bring bring Dale with me, but but I I might run ahead, like you said. That's a deal breaker. Dale's got to stay with us. We need the beacon. 
What? I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Glenn. <laughs> He's yours. I, I mean, I, 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 I could leave him. I just, I thought he. Who else be- is going to tell us all of oh. the secrets if you take him with you? Can I just say that's the perfect Gwyn reaction? Like, wh- what? I see what? <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> I, I, I guess I could. Oh, you're pulling my tail. <laughs> I, I just try to lighten the mood a little bit. <laughs> she chuckles. <laughs> I <laughs> thank you. Uh, I, I'll go ahead and wander forward, and she just immediately turns into a wolf and starts heading towards town. Cool. Okay. So you're Gwendolyn just suddenly down into a wolf. That was kind of like transformer sounds, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah. It's done into a wolf. (laughs) How far from town actually are we at this point? About three quarters of a day's journey. Like you'd get there just around dinner time. Uh, So you can decide how far out you want to make this. I was mostly just curious for the sake of getting like her back to us if they'd have a hard time tracking. But being that she's Wolf Gwyn, she probably has, you know, superior tracking. So uh, I, I was I was more thinking like an hour or maybe yeah. two hours ahead where that's what I was. Thinking. And yeah. Yep. Because I think once I find Francine, my plan is to just remain human once we go. All right. So while she heads on, she she's just kind of going ahead of you. So we'll say you guys, uh, how, how far in, how close in towards town do you want to go before you just stop traveling into town? Or are you going to try to maybe time it to where you're still moving that way when she comes back? I think we could just hang out an hour outside of town, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think it All would right. be safe to say, though, too, if she's currently a wolf, uh, she's going to tr- travel faster than us anyway. Um, I am going to expend a spell slot for Delmar's sake and have my Helm's war horse uh, for okay. him to, to walk with. Okay. So Granted, we're still walking, but yeah, just so he doesn't have to like trudge. Yeah, and he he does trudge, so he's sitting on top of the horse, very grateful for not having to walk. It it you could tell he he suffered his discomfort just trying to walk with that left side of his body being so, uh, you know, so da- right side, whichever side of it <laughs> I can't remember now is so damaged f- from this curse, and and he's so he's grateful for the opportunity to ride something, not have to walk. Uh, you're now. Gwen, we're kind of shift to you. You make your way into town, and when you get into town, you realize it's it's pretty bustling. There are quite a few more people there than when you left. Uh, it, it's a lot more similar to when you first arrived to town. There's a lot more folks there coming and going, more adventurer types. It looks like some of these traveling like hunter parties have returned from the hunts that they hadn't returned from yet when you left for the mountains. I mean, it's been just about two weeks that you've been gone. So, uh, so you you come back and you see this town kind of busy again. It's it's about dinner time. There's there's a spread tables being prepared uh, at the camp as well as down by the longhouse. And you're kind of walking around. And when you make it over to uh, the nobleman's barracks, are you, are you just heading over there, going like beeline to Francine? Or um, I think I'm going to remain as a wolf, and um, I'm going to try to stay low if I can. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to attempt to beeline to Francine, but also keep an eye out on what is happening around town. Okay. So as you as you come in as a wolf, uh, you're you're kind of realize you're drawing attention a little bit. Okay. 
being a wolf. <laughs> I guess <currently>. I would. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there, there don't seem to be, you kind of realize, actually make a, uh, make a perception check as you walk around as a wolf. This would, nah, not perception, insight, insight check. 13 plus four, 17. Yeah. You are just now realizing there are no other nature-based ma- magic users around here. They're, they're not here. And uh, like now or there never was that you just realize now you're thinking back. You're like, you don't really remember anyone who who did that, like like you who was in tune with nature and animals and druids. Basically, you, you don't. And you're realizing walking around as a wolf is weird because there aren't very many of these people around here who have even like an animal companion, you know. And so it it's the first time you really noticed it. but. But as you were walking in and like, well, somebody else will have like a dog here, the dog there. There's not a lot of that here. And so it's a little bit different. There's animals down over the farm and stuff, but nothing with these adventurers. Uh, so, so yeah, you, you pick up on that as you're starting to stroll into town in wolf form. Is there like a little alleyway that I could like close by that I could go down and then just change in the middle of the alley? Yeah, you you can tuck away just towards the entrance of where the nobleman's barracks are. You can kind of tuck away behind there, get in between a couple of those buildings. Some of those are built pretty close together, so you could tuck and hide away in there and shift back yeah. into I want to shift Gwyn and pick up the rest of your stuff as you you shift into just your under tunic. <laughs> um, I I talked to Dale for a little bit. Okay. Uh, Dale, have you? notice that, that there isn't any a- animals b- b- besides us or or, or a- animals for food like i i don't know why but but i've never seen one in wild hill and she just stares at him and waits for a response okay um he he looks at you and you feel like he's wondering why it took you till now to notice well, I, I'm I'm sorry, Dale. I, I didn't put on my n- nature gla- glasses, and she just, she, uh, and she just puts him away back in the bag. Sh- Should have left him w- w- with Davin, and <laughs> she makes her way. <laughs> I didn't put on my nature glasses. <laughs> um, what a sassy yourself. new magic <laughs> item, nature glasses. <laughs> I don't know what they do yet, but we'll figure it out. Uh, Gives you the perception of a taxidermy chipmunk. (laughs) (laughs) I was curious if you were just going to legit make him talk and then I was like going to be spaced. I don't know. My imagination is wild. Wait, so Um, you're just (laughs) now realizing this? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then yeah, I I stuff him away just hastily because I'm just mad at him now. And uh, I try to find Francine's place. Okay. You get to Francine's place. You, you can you remember where it is. You make your way to Francine's place. And, and uh, there it sits, you know, typical doors closed. Everything's there. Like you like when you saw it last. People kind of coming and going here and there. Nothing super interesting catches your eye, especially kind of being on a mission, knowing what you're going to do. Um, I, I knock on the door. Francine. It's Gwen. You hear footsteps coming towards the. 
She opens the door. <gasps> Gwendolyn. Francine. And she immediately just gives her a hug. <laughs> she accepts your hug and, and squeezes you and she's, please, please tell me it's good news. Why are you, why are you by yourself? Is something wrong? Where is the, where, where is everyone else? Calm, calm down, Francine. Let's let, let's sit sit down for a minute, if you will. Dale insists. Okay, okay. And she she goes over, and and you see she's got stuff spread out on the table. She was looking through her notes and things, and uh, almost like she was kind of back to looking uh, at what was um what had but all her research and stuff that she had put together. And she. But she goes and sits down over on one of the benches that's got the cushions on it in her kind of front room. And she sits down and, and she just looks at you and she's very anxious. She's squirming, you know, kind of rubbing her legs like, okay, tell me what's going on. You know, she's just looking at you anxiously. Um, I uh, I move a little closer to her and I, I grab both of her hands. We found him. <gasps> you, you did. We did. And uh, alive, alive. Oh, oh! Thank the heavens. Well, where is where is he? Why is why is he not with you? Ten years alone in isolation can do 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 things to to a man. I I I want to prepare you, Francine. I I wanted to do to see your father alive, but and Gwen is like. Getting over emotional, and then she just stops. Just say it. What? A deep breath. He s- s- something happened. Okay. I, I can take you t- to him, but but Francine, I need you to p- prepare yourself. Your fa- father is alive. That th- that's all that matters. Yes, that's wonderful news. But you you you're acting as if him being alive is is as much bad news as as it is good. Why 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 would you? What is it? Why didn't he come here? He, he, this is just, you could have brought him. Uh, he, he, yes, we could have. I just, listen, Francine, um, and the stutter will kind of go away and she'll say, Francine, I, I need to be direct, direct with you. I, I, I've seen things that, your father dealt with for 10 years and i it scares me to think that, that he had to endure this he he is a little bit more t- transformed than normal he acts a little different i i just want to prepare you for the worst cuz i i want to find my father someday and even if something weird happened to him or deformed him or anything i i would be happy to see him and i i hope you can feel the same way. I, I I know you. I mean, look look at your work. He, yes, does you he love know? Him no who, matter what, will he know who I am? I, I think so. We've his memory is a bit distorted right now. Okay, uh, he, you said, you said that he's different. Uh, how H- how so? He, he does he acts differently. He, I mean, I I can imagine. And you said he's been. Alone all this time? Yes, for for, for at least over ten, ten years, he he was alone and isolated in a in a building that was stoned up because a c- creature came to their keep and he, he saved people. 
He he stayed and saved people. He he did this for you, Francine, for 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 everyone. I, I, I whatever has happened to him, there, there has to be a way to reverse it or correct it or at least make it not so bad. Let take me to him and let let us discuss it with him. Can he at least reason? Can he think oh. logically? Can he 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 can. Uh, he just. There seems to be an, an another side of him, but but he's learning to, to control it. You, you, I will take you, and yes, but, but I just I'm want you to, to go now. Yourself. She stands up, uh, and she turns around and she starts to walk to grab her things. I as, grab her arm very viciously as she turns around. Okay, <laughs> what? Take me. I will, but no, he may be different. Uh, you and you've I just, said okay. I, I I I give you my word I'm now expecting the worst <laughs> but if if you say he will know me and if you say that he is still himself in some regard then I must I must see him I must embrace him I must tell him I've been looking for him and that that I've missed him you might be able to jumpstart a, a lot of these memories well, by all means, we should not delay. Of course. And she puts her hand on your hand where you're grabbing her arm, and she looks you in the eyes and she says, Thank you, Gwyn. I hope, I hope your father is somewhere to be found as well. And she turns and walks and grabs a, a small bag that she seems to have had packed and, uh, uh, and, uh, and grabs a, her uh, little like sandal kind of shoes and she puts them on and, and she gets ready to walk out with you. Oh. Puts on her Crocs. Uh, as she's turned away, Gwen is just staring into nothing. Okay. And just ready to go. Okay. All right. And she's ready to go as soon as you're, as soon as she's ready, you guys just go ahead and walk out the door. Or? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be on the lookout to see if there was anyone watching me go to Francine's house. Okay. So I'm going to look around. Uh, make a perception check as you come out. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, four plus seven, eleven. Uh, you don't. You don't notice. You 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 see some hustle and bustle on the main road there, uh, between you know the 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 nobleman's barracks and the lamppost inn and stuff. You see quite a bit of of kind of hustle and bustle there, but but no, you don't notice anyone paying you any mind. <clears throat> oh, oh, F- Francine, we should hurry. I. This this town is very lively, and I, I don't want to be noticed leaving. Okay, okay, let's go. She she just is following your lead. She's just going to walk okay. with you. Whatever you do, she's she's with you, hundred yeah. percent. She wants to get there, so yeah. Then we just fastly walk out. Okay, past the nobleman's barracks. As you and- walk out of town, you go through the nobleman's barracks and head down to the trail, and and uh, there are quite a few people around, but everyone's pretty just into whatever you know whatever they're doing today just their own business nobody's really paying any attention to you you do notice that there are several groups gathered around tables at the campsite area there eating and and that's all started kind of like the night before the big announcement for the hired swords to go on their missions and stuff and uh, but it's people returning or having returned not leaving and so yeah you guys head back out back into the woods and Pretty uneventful travel back to Davin and, and uh, Davin, Criggs, and Joxer. What were you guys doing during that time? Just kind of 
waiting or, or anything in particular you wanted to do to prepare for them to return? Playing, uh, playing some Dwarven card game that I'm doing my best to teach to Devin and Joxer, but they're just not getting it. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if it was in common, it'd be a little bit easier. This I don't understand Dwarvish. I mean, look at the runes. It's all... Just pay attention to the runes. You have two, you have three, you have four out the door. That's how it goes. <laughs> I, I, I can read it. It, it But th- none of this makes sense. It, it, this ah! means... God bless. Then, I mean, why... Just then they start to walk in, walk up, and uh, Gwen and Gwen, you you find them pretty easy because you the voices have started to raise a little bit in the forest. Them arguing about this card game, and so you make your way back to them, and uh, and Francine is is walking alongside you, and she hears them too, and she picks up the pace, moving moving almost past you to get there, and uh, as she approaches, she just kind of looks over the group and looks and sees Delmar and just kind of looks a little bit confused. And then he looks up at her. And when he does, his expression just kind of softens and, and just gets very, very emotional. And and you see his eye on, on the non-cursed side well up with the tear. And Francine puts her hands over her mouth and gasps a little. She looks at you, Gwen, and... and it was his his body phys- physically l- l- like i said it, he couldn't couldn't help it and he kind of lowers his head and starts to walk towards her kind of slowly looking up squinting the good eye kind of turn keeping his his non-cursed side facing her as he kind of s- almost sidesteps walking towards her and his head lowers and his shoulders start to slump and she walks over, walks slowly up to him, continuing to look right in that eye that's looking at her. And she starts to smile. Davin, you see, and, and Joxer and Kriggs, you all see her kind of smile a little bit. And she puts his, her hand on his chest and she says, Papa, I knew, I knew you were not gone. And he just grabs her and embraces her and, and they embrace each other. And his club hand is just awkwardly like trying to to hug and, and kind of wrap around his daughter. And she has him around the waist and is just squeezing as tight as she can. And and, and uh, they're both just sobbing, just, <laughs> just sobbing into each other. And after several seconds of this, they lean back and, and she looks at his face again and and looks at the side that is cursed and she says papa what what did this to you and he says there was there was a monster that suffered the same fate as me but it suffered it a thousand times worse i i i only thought of you that is the only reason i stand here today not a monster fully myself. And now, <laughs> so much is clear. Just your embrace, your seeing your face and hearing your voice. I think there's something that can be done, but I believe we have a long road ahead of us to make it happen. She says, you, you don't know the road I've traveled to find you. Any road alongside you is, is worth any, any moment, any time it takes.
and they both kind of come to themselves and realize that you've all been standing here this whole time and 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 Francine turns and looks at you all and she says I I don't know how to repay you I I don't know what to give you and, and Delmar says we we have had we have much to give much to offer we my estates are and and Francine says Papa I I'm, I'm sorry we it, it took all we had to to find out that you had you had gone to the mountains from Wild Hill. It, it took it took everything. All, all we have left is is the cabin. Wendelin interjects. We we don't need anything. Uh, Francine looks at you and just. Well, I I know you you've said I I just you you don't understand. I imagine. I, I, imagine I if you had been given your father back. What would you do for the people who did that for you? And she looks at her father and he says, You know, what if... I, I, I do not wish to return to Wild Hill ever, ever again. Would you take our cabin? <laughs> if, uh, if you look over at Joxer, like he's, he's like basically trying... He's like man crying right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 Okay. I, 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 that, I don't know if uh, Wild Hill would uh, would help you out. Uh, Anybody else? I, Gwendolyn's in shock. She just doesn't. Francine says, "Well, Father, all I would need is my. I would like to get my research back, and and um, any really anything else there." is expendable i father i don't know what you have in mind but i i fear we will either have to find a way to return you to your normal state or we must live in exile and he says i i have i have a thought but it will be a journey and she says well i say we get what 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 i need and then we can go as soon as you want, Father, I, I no longer wish to stay here either. Everyone in this place has disregarded me and pushed me aside and ignored my wishes and my thoughts, except for except for these, these that stand before you. I can't speak for the entire group, but I, what I can say is, if you feel you need to leave Wild Hill, and I don't blame you at all, there's something about that town that I don't like either, but if you're going to be leaving... We can, at the very least, take care of the place for you. I I, I like like that. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds good. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't ready for the sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> Same. That's good stuff, though, man. I like uh, it. <laughs> uh, Francine says that that would make me very happy to know that you're taking care of the cabin. I have good memories there, but I also have memories of a lot of nights feeling hopeless and lost like there was no one that would help me seek out the only family I had left Delmar where will you go? for the first time when I was hugging Francine for the first time in a while I I remembered the priests of Glentry and I remembered people going into the going into the caves at Beverleck and returning and parts of their bodies having been turned to almost stone and 
the priests able to clear their bodies of these maladies and deformities. I figured I would go try that, or perhaps uh, find my way to Torch Key Island. I know that uh, in Torch Key City, there's, at least at the end of the war, they had set up a town there with a temple with priests and priestesses to helm. Perhaps the clerics there could help me, but that is a week's journey on a ship that I would have to convince to allow a near monster to ride with them, so it wouldn't be easy, but perhaps with Francine's help and just a little luck, we could make it happen. There are options. I hope has brought you this far. Stick with the hope and I think you'll be okay. I hope the best for both of you guys. I really do. I like you both. I don't like that many people, but you both seem like good people. I, uh... What about me? Craig's just kind of nudges it down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like you too. This whole group is pretty nice. Even Dale. Just a, just a little like <laughs> dwarven grunt of satisfaction. <laughs> there. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> uh, Francine kind of chuckles and looks at uh, her father, who still looks like he's in pretty deep thought. He says, Francine, I fear that I will need to stick to the trees and off the roads most days, but um, I feel that you would not have made it as far as you have without the ability to make your way into town, ask questions that need to be asked, find the information you need. It seems to me that we will be okay, be able to do this. What is it that you need from the cabin? You should get it so we can go. And she says, I must say, it is nearly nightfall, but I believe that I have all I need right here. She puts one hand on him and pats her plus pats her little sack that she grabbed before she left. She says, honestly, all that's left is a past of searching and hopelessness and seeking out what I didn't think, what I felt was there but didn't ever have proof of, really. And she looks at the, all of you and she says, really? If any of that information would do you any good, you could look it over. Otherwise, burn it all. Do, do you think we should? Uh, we might be able to get you horses uh, at this time? I've. She says, well, um, I mean, you could ask at the farm. Really, and uh, Delmar says, honestly, that's kind, but the road south along the hills... It just, it gets too narrow for horses. I think we'll be better off on foot. As much as it pains me, I, I honestly have been feeling a lot better today. Um, perhaps by the time I get to the clerics and the priests, there will be less work for them to do just from my further resistance to what has been trying to take over my, my mind and my body. You definitely seem better. I, I'm, I'm glad we... We, we were able to, to get you back together. I, I only wish I still had the coffers of gold I had to give you what you're worth as companions and friends. But uh, hopefully the cabin will be of use to you. And You've already given us everything you have. That's more than we could have ever asked for. Well, <laughs> I think, I think uh, just the satisfaction there on Gwendolyn's face is probably enough for, for the rest of us. <laughs> and 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 did you know? I mean, it, the the inn there isn't an inn at all. I, <laughs> the, the your your home will be more than sufficient enough. Yeah, what's 
What's with that? Oh, this- Lamp post in. Oh. Sometimes, uh, I mean, you can you can rent places to stay there. They're just not in the same building. <laughs> Delmar says, it's always been that way. In fact, I purchased the cabin from the inn. It was one that was rented out until I purchased it. I mean, it's just separate buildings. It's... I'm just unfamiliar with uh, it's not that how weird. that works. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they just need a better marketing team, as always. <laughs> <Let's be honest. laughs> just trying to lighten the mood from the man tears, and oh, I, uh, I they just put a bad taste in our mouth. Quite literally, actually, I didn't like that wine, Doctor. I'm sorry. Uh, it, was, it was it was better than the other stuff they've offered. So I uh, can't say much. Well, the king's piss is still uh, piss. Go. <laughs> Delmar says we should go, and Francine says yes. I'm I'm with you. I am. Um, hold on, I have something for you. And he's going to uh, unhook his crossbow, and, and he's got 19 bolts. He's like, I, this is not for me. I don't know why I even tried using it. It just scared the crap out of me. Actually, <laughs> take this protection just in case. Uh, do we have any more of those rations left? I've got plenty. I've not even touched. Uh, I believe it'll be. Plenty, plenty suited for a uh, scout of hell. They should, they should find it uh, comforting. Okay, you hand the crossbow to Delmar, and he looks down the sights of it, and he goes, he just kind of pulls back the the bowstring. He flips the thing down in the front and levels up the sights and starts to starts to situate the sights a little bit. And then Craig's, and I say, I didn't even know the thing had a sight on it. <laughs> and yeah, and he he points it directly out in front of him and pulls the trigger, and the bow just kind of twang. And he goes, "It'll it'll do." Thank you. And he puts it in his belt and um, takes the the rations and and he says, "No no meat for me, please." Um, it tends to uh, it tends to cause my mind to wander back to something else. But uh, anything you have that is Vegeta- vegetation and that sort of thing, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, will be fine with. As long as it tastes like something. Uh, I give them the rest of the trail mix that we had. Okay. Oh, this, this will be perfect. Thank you. Um, and if you hold a second, uh, 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 Joxer will kind of pull off to the side, disappear for a second, and come back with like a, a couple of uh, small brews. Cool. He uh, grabs one. He goes, ah, I might miss you the most. <laughs> <laughs> he gives you a wink and uh you notice when he gives you a wink the eye that was that's that's cursed as one eye winks the other eye kind of squints a little and looks a little softer than it has at this uh, ever it's just a little bit less uh, frightening not it's still pretty gross but it's a little bit less frightening and uh francine and him both turn and start walking down the trail that that splits off from where you guys are going in where you could go into Wild Hill and it splits off to go south along the, the hills and, and uh, between the hills and the forest and goes all the way down to towards as where Glint is. As they're like a good ways away, just one final reprieve, Craig's uh, shouts out, Soldier! He stops, turns around. You can't, you can't help but notice a little bit of a smirk on his face, but he's, he's say, standing almost at attention. Helm's blessing upon you. And I salute him. And he salutes back, and Francine's just grinning ear to ear, looking at this, and he says, it looks like mission accomplished. 
for both of us, it turns and starts walking off again. I turn around and start walking. Okay. I'm I'm gonna miss those chain dangling boreholes. <laughs> yeah, they're the best chain dangling boreholes I've ever seen. Uh, Gwendolyn watches them until they're out of distance before she rejoins the group. Um, she's happy to see them go off and be together, but sh- she's a little jealous. Yeah. She turns around and heads back with the group. When I can see that it's a little bit troublesome. I, I know that it's got to be a little painful, even though you are happy for Francine. Uh, I, too, know what it's like to not have a father around. Um, but yours, yours still can be out there. Mine, I know he can't be found. But uh, we'll, trust me, we'll, we'll find yours. I, I, I appreciate it. I wish everyone the best. I really do. And for the first time in a while, she smiles. Because it's, she hasn't been able to smile in a while. But she feels good about the deed that she's done. With her friends, and she's happy. Jock, sir, where's your father? Uh, back home, I, uh, I, I suppose if if we're we're comparing stories, we will find your father, Gwen, and my father can be left in the past. I think uh, all we need now is a couple of drinks and uh, maybe to to enjoy uh, uh, a new home. I suppose that 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 would be nice. I I, I haven't lived in a home for for very long. I used to live in a small cottage out of for, for Frostfound, but it, it it was nothing but like a, a little shack. That was funny to me. We've all lost our fathers in a different way. I wonder if that's why we came together like this. I'm not one for fate, really, but I don't know. Sometimes there's just too many signs, you know? That's... What What of your father? He served. He put his time in, in the war, and he fought brilliantly. And then he died. As most men did in the war, he fought and he died. Do you miss him? Every day. He was a good man. Had a good family. And unfortunately, he left them behind. Not his fault. It's just the way things go. But we struggle on. I, I don't know. Don't know where I would be without you guys. I, I, I I'm happy to, to call you guys my friends. I, I know Dale does. Agreed. Sensing the kind of sadness and tension, I call out. I call the bed. And I start running back to Wild Hill. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, Go ahead, Joxer. Were you going to say something? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Joxer just uh, uh, kind of slaps his knees and then casts uh, <laughs> jump and just starts leaping. <laughs> just, like you're on the moon <laughs> yeah. just, just yeah, hear my voice fade as you get further away so you guys oh, yeah. you guys after that conversation you start racing and you realize you're still like a half hour from wild hill <laughs> it's and, all about um, the front the, the start it's whoever gets out front first yeah yeah um, but no, you, you guys start make, start, uh, kind of hoofing it back to town and, and walking at your 
you know, high pace, kind of poking and teasing and, and feeling pretty lighthearted after what you had just accomplished. Uh, felt a lot better than the last couple missions you guys had done trying to save someone who died and then actually uh, having to to fight the the elk. And so you felt pretty good. And, and as you come up on Wild Hill proper, Kriggs, you'll, you see it first, or actually Joxer, you see it first as you've kind of leapt ahead of, of Kriggs, but you see that a, lo- a pretty good sized group has gathered at the, the camp there where you guys had been staying the night. And it is, it is now nearly dark. It's pretty, it's dusk at this point. And there's a large group and you hear the sound of music coming from the camp. You hear a, uh, a lute like guitar playing and someone's singing and he's you you can hear uh, the crowd clapping and they're dancing around the fire and and everyone's drinking and having fun and and uh, about the time you guys all kind of approach the the crowd kind of settles in and settles down and the the uh, you hear someone call out from the from the crowd they call out minstrel play another one Play a sad song. And whenever he, after he calls that out, you see this man, this human man, stand up on top of one of the tables that everyone had been eating on. And he's wearing a, uh, you see off the firelight kind of flickering, you can tell he's wearing a uh, blue, like a sky blue tunic, white pantaloons that come up to his uh, they they're like knickers they kind of close around his under his knees and he has sky blue socks kind of that come up under to underneath them he's got uh, bright white shoes on and he's wearing this flowing white cape and he has a hat on with a feather big bright blue feather coming out of it and he has his lute and he starts singing or playing his lute and singing a song and you're standing around listening and you're just joint basically standing there right there near where all the crowd is and you hear him singing and this is the song that you hear
and the crowd's quiet and suddenly somebody in the back just kind of goes yeah and they kind of start to cheer a little bit and and he's like <laughs> and you hear the guy say the 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 minstrel he he after they kind of clap and it kind of dies down and it was kind of apprehensive you know he says he says um it's not my fault you asked for a sad song <laughs> like that and he hops down off the table and and people start gathering around him and talking to him and he's just i mean he's eating it up he's just soaking in this attention and he's like yes of course i just sing all the time i'm wonderful at it and everyone loves me and it's great and he's just like just eating it all up is he human yeah okay well that was something awesome Kind of a depressing song, really, boss, I, I suppose. Oh, there's a song for everything. Uh, any of you heard of the Curse of Oak and Ember? I, 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 I don't think I have. Would Gwendolyn uh. be attracted to this guy? Because <laughs> <laughs> he plays guitar? Is she going to be fangirling over this? <laughs> I'm Man, curious. I mean... Roll uh, for I'm, it. I'm gonna roll. Yeah, <laughs> I will say. Yeah, and I will say he's the most attractive man you've ever seen. Okay, this hey, man Dad is has made... a straight nose. <laughs> well, I rolled a seven, so I'm gonna say no. <laughs> either either you failed your check and you are, or <laughs> or <laughs> depends where you're trying to fight it. Yeah, right, that, yeah. If, like that. <laughs> if you if you failed the check, uh, I mean he's he's definitely. Everyone is just swarming this guy. He's super, super uh, interesting to these people. And and you would know that minstrels and bards are are they're they are just the celebrities of of Greater Glintree because they they basically travel everywhere with usually with parties who adventure and stuff. And they they know everything that's going on. They bring news. They tell stories. They they speak legends. They they can make or break your career as it as adventurers because they can spread your stories throughout the the land and and uh make your rates go up that way so especially here all these adventures they want to get to know him and they want him to know them and and so they're just all over him and and uh but that song was uh something he you know he just kind of pulled out there and and sang uh to everyone and uh, they just kind of most of them just kind of wave it off and they're just like anyway anyway buddy hey listen you know i want you i want to tell you about my team here guys look come here come here everybody and they're just kind of you know take a selfie with me stuff like that um Davin looks over and sees uh, Gwen kind of like ogling a little bit. And he says, oh, he's not really that good. You know, back in Glen, there was this guy. His name was John Bovey. He would know that man was a singer. How, what? What? Uh, sorry. I, uh, she blushes. I, I, I've never he- heard a man s- s- sing like that before. And she's like, Dale, I'm not, I just can't go up there and get his autograph. Like, <laughs> I, I can't do that. Uh, anyways, Dad, yeah, I, I I've never uh, heard of that song. <laughs> I I think you kind of broke Gwen a little bit. I'm gonna go get a drink and then probably head back to the. How I don't even know where it is. I've never been there. <laughs> I just realized that. <laughs> uh, so, are there like actual kegs and stuff, like open drink, or, or what's yes, happening? Yeah. yeah, the around here, it's it's like it was that first day oh, where okay. uh, everyone's just kind of partying. This is the the end of the first, like everybody's returned from the first hunt kind of party. I I, I think uh, I just don't care. I I'll grab a drink and I'll show you where uh, where it is. That sounds and good. 
And uh, after I, I'm almost going to strut in a way that I, I'm making a point. If if this guy sees me as an adventurer, I don't care about his existence. Like okay. if if at all, you know, obviously he's surrounded, but I'm just walking past him. Okay. Yeah. Currently, he is swarmed with people. He he he's doing his best to just get to wherever he's going with everybody yeah, kind yeah. of surrounding him. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Uh, kind of like me when I go anywhere. You know, yeah. all, the, all the hired swords listeners just. <laughs> yep. You're in the Taco Bell drive thru and like, oh my gosh, you're the guy. Like, oh, forget it. Just keep the tacos. I drive off. <laughs> <laughs> Throw the bag back through the window. Can you sign yeah. my chalupa? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So. All right. So, Joxer and Davin, you guys are going to head back, get, get something to drink, and head back. And, yeah. Gwen, are you heading back with them or what are you up to? Uh, yeah, she's just going to stumble on her way there because she's just watching him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ma- actually, make a perception check as you watch him. All right. <laughs> Go and check him out. Oh, my gosh. Well, I have to see what it says on the floor. <laughs> it counts. That's why you're supposed to have multiple sets of dice. Right. You just it's roll the, one on the, the other one up there. <laughs> 16. <laughs> 16 perception check. Uh, yeah, you, you're able to kind of catch good glimpses of him as he walks around and and you do notice that he he looks like someone who was painted as a picture you're like this man was designed by somebody he's he wasn't just born look at this face i mean he's he's a good looking man and uh uh Kriggs, what are you doing uh you don't see me okay okay you, Kriggs just kind of disappeared Went off somewhere? Yep. Okay. All right. So as Joxer and Davin, you make your way back into back to the cabin, and the door is standing open as you get to the cabin. It's already open. And uh, do you just go up, approach the door? or uh, uh, Davin, it's this one. The one that left the door open. Uh, when I, 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 was that how it was left? N- no. Do I smell anything? Make a perception the- check. Dang it! <laughs> just, oh my gosh! Oh um, my gosh! The worst. I guess at that point, um, or did, what'd you roll? I rolled not great. Sorry. Uh, seven plus four. Eleven. 11. So yeah, you you see you you smell mostly the campfires that are that are going and some a little bit of drink. You know, that these guys are carrying and people have been drinking around, but nothing interesting. Joxer, what were you going to say? Uh, 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 he's just going to put his uh, hands back. Uh, let me see if I can try to sneak around and see if there's anybody up there. Um, okay. Ooh, actually, that's not Ooh. bad. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, so, <laughs> so that's going to be... Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Woo. Twenty-one. Uh, oh. You you could sneak up and, and you just like peer into the door or look in the door or what? I, I, yeah, I would have I peered and then started walking in if I didn't see anything. Okay, you look in the door and you just see Kriggs sitting in there, sitting down on one of those benches inside the door. I told you I called the bed. i i just kind of peer back and be like it's fine it's just Kriggs. and then uh i'll I'll go uh uh, i'll just kind of peek back in and be i didn't want the bed i just was going to run faster than you because it's it's easy 
<laughs> I'll remember that. <laughs> Don't I worry, wanted the bed, but I'm slow. <laughs> and you have a you have an elk. I can't compete with that. <laughs> Craigs, by the way, have you thought of a name for that thing yet? Uh, I'm kind of waiting till it uh, reveals its name more or less. I do have a bit of a, a link with it, but. Uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd feel weird imposing a name. Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to sit down um, next to Craig, Craig's and put down the drink that I grabbed ne- in front of him. Okay. It's like, I have my own drinks. I'm going to take the drink and just chug it completely, everything that's in it. It's not great. Make a constitution saving throw. Oh, no. <laughs> Where's my dice, you jerk? You, That's you a natural happen. 20. I don't even care. All right. So you start chugging and your stomach tries to regurgitate it. It does not want it. Uh, you you feel terrible and and you keep it down. You don't you don't vomit it up. But it is like it is like you swallowed stones. I mean, it's just sitting there heavy and hard and it hurts bad. In discomfort. He's wrong, you know. The story of Oak and Ember, it, it's not how he says exactly. Ah, you're familiar. Um, I should have I should have realized or I should have expected. Do tell. I'm I'm quite interested. Are you okay? <laughs> that uh that that ale wasn't uh, all it was cracked up to be, I suppose. Um Oak and Ember. That is that is a tale. <laughs> With that, he pulls his shield kind of down from the back and just tosses it on the bed. And you again see, uh, basically, just emblazoned in a lighter gold and coppers and different metals, the tree that is a giant oak tree on the face of the shield with leaves of flame and roots of ember. He says that... Uh, that story is not exactly as he says, like I, I mentioned, but it wasn't the mother that left the battle. Uh, it, it was me. That song's about you. Well, in a way. It's about a family, I suppose. I haven't always been known as Greek Skolder. The name is Sofran Imbaroke. It's a pleasure to meet you all. Thank you for listening to this episodic installment of The Hired Swords. If you liked our show, tell a friend about us. And if you really liked our show, tell the world. Leave a review. If you want to keep up with all those good, good updates and behind-the-scenes goofs and goofs and gaffs, wow, really messed that one up, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at The Hired Sorts. Again, thank you for coming to our TED Talk.